Did this will tie another week. Another week. We were just listening to Shine Down. Take it and take it and take it and take it, take it off. Oh, oh no. Oh no. All right. Well, now, um, yeah, I got a, I got a sponsored Instagram post to let me know the Shine Down tickets are going to go on sale, and um, I don't know why. I don't know what I, I don't know what I follow on Instagram that suggests that I like Shine Down. Well, it's but, all uh, combined now, because like. I well, my the worst thing in my life is how much ironic like Shine Down and shit like that that I've played like four people just in in general by myself. The, puni- like, uh, the punishment hour. Yes, the punishment hour. Yeah, when um, Brendan made a room full of people sit and like watch like edema videos, and I I loved it. I thought it was very <laughs> funny. But everyone else. What was did the not. occasion? Why did we have people over? Um, that was the potluck. Right. And we were just uh, just like in the background. We we. Uh, I think at some point just switched from music to music videos, and then uh, the punishment got- hour was sometime like way too late in the night where nobody was going to tolerate it. No, and uh, they everyone tolerated it for much longer than what, I thought. Um, the one I think you picked one seether song that put everyone over the edge. Yeah. That's when people started actually yelling at you. <laughs> no, it was definitely a seether song. I can't remember. I could look it up real quick. Seether because it's one of their it's one of their hits. Remedy. Oh yeah. Junk, not good. <laughs> just trash. And this song, take it and take it and take it and take it, take it all. It's the, it's so, it's the best. So, what's been going on this weekend? We watched. Well, everyone in the fucking world watched the worst Super Bowl that I can remember. Um, it's the worst Super Bowl because I, uh, I had Rams six, Patriots three, and the final score, the block pool. Oh, that was so and, funny. And uh, Greg the leg. Um, yeah, I, I just sat there. Just uh, very distant, not really saying much of anything for hours. Um, I didn't get special. I didn't get drunk, so I would control all the n- nasty things I would say about Boston, um, and I didn't say those things. But uh, then, when they went to take the field goal, I sat up. Mike went, perks guys, up guys, out of guys, nowhere. Guys, 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 I have Rams six, Patriots three in the block pool, and I go. This kick is for one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> And Greg the Leg, who done so well to get the Rams to the Super Bowl, uh, pushed it wide left, and I didn't win one hundred and fifty dollars. As a matter of fact, I'm. Uh, it would have been a net of uh, one hundred and twenty nine dollars because I did have twenty one dollars worth of boxes. Um, you know what? Whatever. It was very. It was. It was so funny because, stu- like, as I described it in the moment, you've been despondent for the last hour and a half. And, like, to your credit, it's not like the game was – it was just the game was awful. Nobody had anything to say about the game, nope, which is why he was despondent. A really, stu- a really stupid two days for me uh, for work-related things because uh, I lost on the work block pool uh, because of the missed field goal that never even should have had a chance of happening. And uh, I uh, flushed my work keys down the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what happened there? I used the toilet, and I leaned over to flush the toilet, and this is a, uh, this is your standard, uh, you know, uh, American, uh, restroom-looking toilet, uh, unremarkable. It's wall-mounted. There's no tank. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no pipes that you can see. And, um, I had my work keys, five of them. In my uh, in, in my hoodie pocket. Now it's not a normal place to keep keys. Generally, you like to keep them. You know, it's a tenuous spot. You want yeah. to keep them in a spot where they're a little bit more enclosed. Yeah. So 
I lean over to flush the toilet. I depress the handle. The uh, the bowl begins to swirl as it does. You've seen it. Oh yeah, no, countless times. You you just you know what and you did as, is you leaned over. And as the bowl was already swirling, I'd say we're about forty percent of the way through the entire flush cycle. Mm. My, That's the name of this podcast, by the way. Flush cycle. The uh, keys fall out of my hoodie pocket and go directly down the drain. There's a lot of ways this could have happened. Uh, that was the worst one. And that was the worst I one. I mean, the other one involves you fishing your hand in a toilet, and which I isn't great. And I did the thing um, where I put my hands over my face and just kept staring, but like walked backwards and just like leaned against the door and just stared at the toilet for a while. And then I had to go out and explain what happened. No one's mad at me because it was so stupid that... Um, Complete freak accident, yeah, you, absolutely. Uh, this can't be accounted for. And as I said, normally in a, in a retail store, if you lose the keys, it's a pretty big deal because, you know, there's a lot of money worth of inventory that is now at risk because a, a set of keys for the store are just floating around somewhere. Um, in this case, uh, they... Um, they're gone. No one's going to find these. You, yeah, you've told me multiple times that like these are these are six hundred dollar keys. These are seven hundred dollar keys. Uh, yeah, it's um, or it's it's not the cost of the key so much is the cost of changing the locks if you lose them. Right, right. So um, yeah, and and I said for every stupid time that like I've you know grabbed both sets of keys when we were going out to the bar or something just out of habit that I did like I took them somewhere and got drunk where I didn't need to do that. Like, I've gotten away with that every single... Never, never been a problem. They're always just in my... Uh, you always keep them on, the, on an inside jacket pocket. And Saturday evening, they went straight down the toilet. So so now we're looking to you, the listener. What is the worst thing that you've ever dropped in the toilet? You you, you let the Dismal Tide uh, Twitter, you let them know? I think I've dropped my phone in the toilet. I think a lot of people have dropped their phone in the toilet. So we're going to rule that out. So if you've dropped something worse... Or more important than your phone in the toilet, let us know. And we'll give you a segment next week if there's a picture of it in the toilet, because that's just funny. We'll, we'll just let you. We'll, we'll just let you have a minute of the show. We'll describe. Yeah, we'll we'll describe the picture. All right, we're gonna do show more replies. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so first, since we've already brought up the Super Bowl, let's go to Darren Ravel. Oh, I gotta find him in the little rundown here. Ah, oh, jeez. Super, there it is, Ravel on what's trending the Friday before the Super Bowl. This is Darren Ravel on Friday. He says, names that trended on, oh my God, I've said this four or five times. Names that trended on Friday before the Super Bowl. Langston Hughes, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis Sr. Names that didn't trend. A single player playing in the Super Bowl. Thank you. And then this guy, Jason Kofar, responds with, again, why is this an issue? You tweeted about this early in the morning. Why should Super Bowl players be trending? This means they're focused and disciplined and not hanging out at the puke, the punk pony or the Oasis. Puke. Stop hunting for a story, puke pony. Puke pony. Puke pony. That was me, obviously. It means they aren't relevant. Not sure why you're focusing on the controversy. Why do we give a rat's ass was trending on Twitter? There it is. Uh... Well, I can. Uh, my explanation of why none of this is trending is because no one cares. I mean, the Super everyone people obviously care about the Super Bowl, but like, what's left to say about the Patriots? Yeah, uh, nothing. There's uh, nothing. The left only to say. things left to say is is, is all. I, and again, this has a lot to do with the circles I travel in, but it's ex- exclusively negative things about the Patriots. No one, and, and it's 
it's not interesting how great Brady is. As, not anymore. Uh, highlighted no. yesterday, <laughs> more so than ever. It's just it. Yeah, he's 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 the best to ever do it, and everyone's sick of it, except for Patriots fans. No, and or people who um, exclusively like uh, only care about sports in terms of like what's get what gets posted to House of Highlights. I think people who like wake up and immediately start having a Jordan and LeBron argument. I think those people love Brady, uh, irrespective of uh, the team they support. So while we're talking about the Patriots, let's talk about uh, Adam Schefter's overreaction. He said, as the MVP of this year's Super Bowl, Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman is playing himself into a spot in Canton in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And uh, the two responses I want to highlight are, I love Julian Edelman, but this would be like putting Robert Ori in the Hall of Fame, in the Basketball Hall of Fame, I'm sorry. And the other one would be, uh, with eight more reception yards, he will catch Brandon LaFell for 240th, two more touchdowns away from tying Kenny Britt for 289th, and 38 more receptions to tie Dwayne Bowe for 121st. So thank you, Adam Schefter. Dwayne Bowe was a pretty good player for uh, for a little while. And, uh, he used to make some routine highlight catches. Like, he had very good hands. I mean... I remember a lot of Dwayne Bowe catches. There was a season where he was, like, the premier hands guy in the NFL. But he's yeah. not a Hall of Famer. No. Um, Julian Edelman, you know, put him in the Hall of Fame. What, what do I care? Yeah, I, I don't, you don't give care. a shit. Uh, 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 clearly, like, this is all... I was talking about this um, on the Golf Kings Discord the other day when uh, everyone was uh, attacking <laughs> whatever Patriots fans they could get their hands on. Uh, but I, I said, like, the Patriots are going to or have been winning and will presumably keep on winning for another couple of years. Until and at you know least what? Tom Brady and retires. At, at some point, like, I, um, I said, when Trump dies on the toilet my enjoyment of that won't be cheapened by his success in life. Like I'm going to, it's like that. I'm, uh, I'm just looking to get what I can get. You know, the uh, soccer highlights this uh, more than if you are not a, uh, and for about 25 years, um, if you weren't a, a Manchester United fan, um, you, you took what you could get like in England. You know, Arsenal managed to win what uh, I think three uh, titles under Wenger, like you know, uh, but th- or four, four. Um, pl- please don't uh, grill me on this. I um, I promise you, I, I I pretty much let most of your uh, statements go unchallenged on the show. Just go for it. Three or four, I don't know. This, I, think it's, I mean, it's your it's team. Because I think it's back-to-back, and he won it in his first full season, and I think he won it the next year as well. I think 97, 97 and 98, 2002 and 2004, I believe, are the are the four. Uh, in any case, that uh, that and the occasional like Blackburn's title in 95, the occasional Chelsea titles, but... but three. All right, okay, so it was, 90, it was 97, 2002, and 2004. That was from our uh, producer in the back. There we three. go. Ugh. Ugh. I didn't hear a word you just said because I've been singing Shine Down in my head. Still. Digging, 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 digging. Um, all right. I, I also complained on Twitter the other day that I've, I've let my uh, my general soccer fandom uh, slip a bit. And uh, I, I, I'm I not nearly as obnoxious about it anymore. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. Uh, you're not maybe not as knowledgeable anymore because you've been taking it off the gas. But I feel I've, like you've spread I've, it around to other sports. I've stepped off the gas. In, in any case... Um, the the point is, um, yeah, Man United won basically every year from like nineteen ninety three until like two thousand nine. 
um, or actually, no, about 2012, <laughs> I, I think. Um, then, yeah, and that was broken up by occasional titles from Arsenal and Chelsea and one from Blackburn. And I think, I don't remember when City got there first. It doesn't matter. Point is, but now it's basically, it's it's the Patriots League. It has been the Patriots League, and you take what you can get. Uh, so Dave Portnoy last night got uh, thrown out of the Super Bowl because earlier in the week he and PFT commenter, commenter uh, did something to get thrown out of media day, and they told him he couldn't come to the game, so he showed up in uh, aviator sunglasses and a fake mustache, and they figured him out by halftime. And the the scene of him getting limply dragged away to She Will Be Loved or whatever song is playing, Oh, I'm sorry. He was arguing with security, and people were videotaping him too. She will be loved, and then he was escorted out by the police. Um, as I said, not a lot to say about that, general. No, well, I, I said, look, if uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna make one exception for police brutality, yeah, I could live with Dave. If, if somebody just threw an elbow into his nose in, in the uh, the dragging, he was like, sorry, like, uh, that'd be uh, great. Honestly, it it would be pretty good. Uh, because I I would love to see all the um the Blue Lives Matter crowd who loves Barstool so much have to figure out what happened there. Just like, well, look, obviously he does he did something to deserve it, right? So when he, he the was... cop wouldn't just do that. <laughs> he de- yeah mm. yeah. I don't know how they would justify that. I don't know how they would you know square that. Look, up. if you just if he just uh, obeyed orders, this wouldn't have happened. Listen, a, a cop told him he was getting escorted out, and he tried to make something of it. So he got – it is look, what it is. It, look, uh, if, but then again, the just all the hooting chuds over there would have loved it. One way or the – if the cops beat the shad Dave Portnoy, that's just one more badass thing that happened to him. And then and they would have thought it was incredible. Yeah, Dave Portnoy got his ass beat by the cops. Did you see that? Fucking, and he still talks. Well, as the um, – I, I think his entire life right now is uh, much like Bill Murray – um, it's just unchecked alcoholism um, <laughs> and and just descent into madness uh, because ever since well he the as it goes with him he uh, he he left his wife for like an Instagram model and then she cheated on him with a soul cycle instructor and now <laughs> and this is he's basically just been acting out since um, <laughs> so like his hatred of women uh, which probably existed before this but is is definitely been exacerbated uh, by that. Un- unjustifiably, I think uh, any uh, no one should be romantically involved with Dave Portnoy, and oh. if they are, they should cheat on him. But you should be romantically involved with Dave Portney- Portnoy just to cheat on him. Yeah, you That's should only get involved with him to hurt him. It should you should always be playing the long game. Yes, absolutely. This should be like um, what's that? Uh, what's that movie with that um, uh, Kate Upton was in? That where all the women realize oh. they're all dating the same man, and they yeah, all decide that they're going that to try to hurt him. I don't remember what that's called. Like making him eat really spicy food. Or yeah, because uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones was the was the bad guy in that movie. <laughs> um, making someone eat really spicy. Uh, that's a uh, uh, well, it was like way more fucked up. He had like an ulcer or something, and then they just I don't like really remember. killed him. Well, I I just think of that example because it's a uh, an, an underrated uh, drill tweet favorite of mine. Just like that, he promised to cut down on more on on oafish behavior, such as accidentally eating very spicy food or getting his shirt ripped off by a windmill. <laughs> accidentally eating spicy food is funny. Accidentally getting your shirt ripped off by a windmill is very good. So next, we got a bad week for oh. players on supermax contracts. Well, I guess 
Kristaps isn't, but Kristaps is gone. Kyrie plays for himself and has said July 1st multiple times. I don't know anybody's shit. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, Anthony Davis wants out. So we're, we're going to start with uh, Bill Simmons' boomer rage. Did you see this tweet? Oh, I love it. It says, Kyrie needs to stop talking about leadership. He's terrible at it. He's incredibly fun to watch, but if they traded him in the next six days, I'd honestly be fine with it. Go to New York in July and play for the worst NBA owner of the 21st century. Good luck. You mad, Bill? You mad? You, are you really excited about losing Kyrie Irving? It doesn't sound like it. He's definitely not owned. Like he, Kyrie definitely didn't own the whole Boston media with that. Uh, I love Kyrie, and if he wants to come to the Knicks, hell yeah. Yeah, I like Kyrie too. And you know what? He's obviously going to play out his contract, so if he signs a super max to the Knicks, like he's going to play. He's not going to do weird shit. And uh, Record that for when he does weird shit. Yeah. Just play it for me. We'll, well, we'll bring that. We'll bring that back in in two years when everything blows up. Uh, which I guess links to Kristaps Porzingis getting traded in like the most set up way possible. They were just the same within an hour of it being reported that he was upset. He was traded, so they had this done yesterday. Clearly, I'm deeply unhappy about it, but because uh, I don't trust the Knicks to get this right. Well, like imagine if the Knicks had just drafted uh, Dennis Smith Jr. instead of Frank French Frank anyway. And what would they have traded him for at that point? Because the, uh, the way I saw it immediately was they're trading Kristaps Porzingis for the guy they should have drafted to begin with. Dennis Smith's getting traded. That like the he was uh like he was frozen out in Dallas. Yeah. Like he just didn't even like he he wasn't even at games for uh for a couple weeks. Totally right. healthy and just not even there. Did, they like, just didn't need him, I guess. They with Luca, they he's he's just not been very good, and they don't trust him. And I guess that there's been a a sort of breakdown between him and management and uh, whatever. Um, it takes young point guards a while to develop. Anyway, there's a lot to learn, so he's not. You know, you can't write him off yet, but I'd be surprised if uh, if if he turns out being great. I, I wouldn't. I think he's pretty talented. I mean, I think he could be good. I don't know. I still think he could be good. Be cool I, if he is. I'm. I wouldn't complain. Be happy to uh, see him be good, but I I'd be surprised because like the Knicks is not you know yeah not a great place to learn. I mean, they just better hit with those two first-round draft picks they got because otherwise this is just going to be such a dog shit trade. And well, all of the NBA execs saying that, like they did no due diligence. They did none. Like They could have gotten more. They could have gotten an actual star back. Yeah. Probably correct. Um, well, the, well, that's the thing. They didn't want it. They they wanted they wanted the, the cap room. The, yeah, but they... Uh, okay, well... Either way, let's let's take a look at this guy's tweet, uh, Grayson O'Brien. To to your point, mm-hmm. I get the Porzingis move, but Hardaway and Burke—that's just giving up players. Fuck the stupid shits. My fandom is running out. You incompetent fucks. And the sentiment is correct, but the Hardaway and Burke part is Trey the, Burke. I mean, look, all right. it's the only reason that trade happened was to dump all that salary. Trey Burke is a nice guy and he plays hard, but like what? What did the Knicks really lose in Trey Burke? Nothing. They cleared two supermax spots. It was and it, and uh, Tim Hardaway, I think, is a uh, a pretty good player. He just uh, just pe- paid a little people, too much. Yeah, people just yelled because his uh, contract was so big. But he's a he's a he's a good shooter. Like having him around. I don't know. Um, there, I, I when they get nothing this summer. Oh my God. 
I think that they're going to end up with Kyrie or Kevin Durant. I think they'll end up with one of those two guys. Well, here's the thing. But hard to say. For this to a be, lot of teams. For this to be a success, they need both. Right. Because they already had one. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. If you replacing Porzingis, or or the 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 nightmare is that they throw uh one of those at whoever's left. It's gonna be Jimmy Butler. They're gonna get a max Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's uh, it's not ideal. No. Um, I I just can't imagine them talking themselves into that. Porzingis has no chill. Fuck him and his lame ass. Not even a thank you to the fans. Just a straight up posted, Don- straight up posted Doncic and him at the Garden. Fucking shady ass mythical bitch. Um, well, the implication air like that's the thing. Like people posting that video and they're like, he knew and like yeah, he knew. Like the like yeah, he knew. They, he knew days ago. Why do you think this happened in the over the course of an hour and a half? You know, yeah, he definitely knew. Like the the Mavericks, like they had to have meetings about this, you know. Uh, obviously, you know they were probably working that day, but they're, um, you know, they they'd been talking about this for a while. They shopped Porzingis for Anthony Davis. They've been they've been looking at ways to, uh, to get rid of him, and then they leaked that he disagreed with the Knicks' direction, so they had no choice. They should have traded him to the Sixers straight up for Jimmy Butler. That would have been great. Eh, everything's Sixers to me. Uh, how many more of these Porzingis comments you want to read? None of them are that interesting nah. because they're all the same. It's yeah. just it's just people yelling at him for being disloyal. Uh, and finally, let's read this uh, this tweet about Anthony Davis. It this is on uh, Anthony Davis Senior, who said he didn't want his son to go to the Celtics because they have no loyalty because of uh, the way they they did Isaiah Thomas. Was that two years ago? I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, yes, when he. Uh, uh, the day after his sister was killed in a car accident, played in a, a playoff game for him, and then they traded him at the first opportunity. Uh, so this guy, Matt, says, IT was going to ask for a max. The Celtics had to deal him for Kyrie, who is obviously better than him. That's not a lack of loyalty. That's just smart business. AD's dad is an absolute pussy. Also, isn't this insanely hypothetical? Your son just requested a trade from the team he's been on for six and a half seasons, and you want to bitch and moan about loyalty? I don't know if that's the same thing. He had six and a half years to have a team built around them, and they could never even get close. Uh, they got one guy, um, and yeah, they they traded they traded for uh, cousins, and, and it worked. It worked. He unfortunately tore his ACL, and then uh, at the end, he walked to join the the Warriors for um, not enough money because uh, he wanted to be part of a winner because he also didn't trust uh, Pelicans ownership. Uh, to get it done the right way. Also, I couldn't show up to work every day at the Smoothie King Center. I think that would piss me off. Yeah, they're all effectively the same. They are. I guess Madison Square Garden's some, got like its own. Some are worse than others, and Smoothie, Smoothie King, King is, is pretty bad. Very far at the bottom of the list. Quicken Loans Arena, O.Co. Coliseum, Petco. Uh, I don't think it's called that. It's not O.Co. anymore. Um, Wasn't there uh, the San Diego baseball field was Petco, it was Petco something but I for don't a while? Think that's anymore as well the Niners or rather um, the Giants uh, park is now uh, Oracle yeah it's uh, no longer uh, well it was Pac Bell originally but times have changed Candlestick for a while that was a different stadium yeah that's entirely different stadium what's um, oh and the Red Wings play in uh, Little Caesars Arena now it used to be Joe Lewis Arena Little Caesars like and then they built a new one Little Caesars disappeared for what like 
to to my eyes, disappeared for like fifteen years we and has come back. Um, we we just don't have them. Like I never I. I just never saw Little Caesars in New Jersey. I always saw commercials, but I didn't see them in New Jersey. I don't see them here. I remember I, I it from when I was a kid. They exist. I remember them going. I think there was one in uh, Hamilton. I think they're mainly a Midwestern and Canadian thing. When I was a kid, I remember one in Hamilton in the same wherever mini mall, whatever that there was a Blockbuster. So oh wait, I think they down. are. I think they are in New York because a guy I work with used to say that he was banned from every Little Caesars in the Bronx. <laughs> Good. Yeah. How? Um, I think he went in. He, I, I, I believe he was in the wrong. In that, uh, as I recall, the story went: he went to get a, a little Caesar's hot and ready pizza, and there were none hot nor ready. And I think he pitched a fit about it. <laughs> I think because again, too drunk to be in the little Caesars at the time, and I think he wouldn't let it go. <laughs> nor should he have. <laughs> but, but. But just saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm banned from every Little Caesars in the Bronx. Is, yes, no, that's is, a good you know I'd get what? that tattooed. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, next we have Ricky Rubio loses a French bulldog, and the response he get are, the responses he gets are insane. Would you like to read the responses? Um, I have to pull them up, so you're going to have to Oh, never mind. I'll just silence. read them. Okay. We got the initial tweet from Ricky Rubio, dot, 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 lost French bulldog. Dot, 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 lost French bulldog by Sugar House area in Salt Lake City. Any info helps. Contact at blah, blah, blah. Uh, the next tweet from Ray Ray. A video of you smiling and saying woof would help spread the word some more. I got and I I said shut up, stupid, to him, which is uh, my uh, default response to everyone now. And he just sent me like a gif of uh, of, of Rubio smiling. And I just said, why are you being an asshole to this guy that you presumably like? And he's like, why are you don't even know what you're talking about? And you're like yelling at me. And I just go, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I just go, a guy's trying to find a lost dog and you're being a dickhead. Like there's. there's yeah, he's no, got jazz in his ad handle. And, and he, he likes me. the team. Yeah. Ricky Rubio putting on the uh, dog Snapchat filter and asking for help finding this lost dog isn't going to get the word out any better. What would get the word out? Well, like what would help is you shutting the fuck up. Retweeting it, maybe. Yeah. Next one from ASAP. People steal them. You probably won't find him, her, there worth up to 3, 4K if they're not spayed or neutered. Thank you. Thank you for your help. <laughs> Just give up, Ricky. There's, um... It's, a, it's like, uh, I don't think you've been watching the new season of True Detective, but at one point, the girl who get, goes missing, they send, like, the classic magazine word cut out to their house, and you're just like... Give up. Stop looking for her. She's happy. She's in a good place. <laughs> That's exactly how this I reads. I like that. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, – it just – it reminds me of um, – there's a great uh, Conor O'Malley video where he is at this porn convention, but there's, like, the sort of uh, story – the, run, the, 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 the running story throughout it is that his grandfather just had a stroke. And, like, so while he's interviewing all the people with booths and porn stars and all that, he keeps on mentioning this. <laughs> and he just he's talking to some guy and uh he's just like yeah he's just like he might he might pull through though and like how old is he he's like 93 and the guy just goes he's dying <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the, i love that one so much when he's just he's um uh, to the same guy he's just like just like jerking off pretty great though huh right and the guy's like yeah but not more important than family <laughs> so, not more important than family is funny it rules um, I had so much trouble reading that tweet because all of the theirs in that tweet are T-H-E-R-E. It really fucks it's you up. It's poorly constructed. It's very hard to read that. 
And the final one from Freight King says, if you lose a Frenchie, you don't deserve to have it back. Hashtag IMO in my hum- in my opinion. That's so good. You know, <laughs> if you lose, this is why we don't have nice things. What yeah. did you do with your things? I do, I do like uh, that sort of... <laughs> it's just, no, the... <laughs> It's just the sort of parent who just immediately, just, like, the, um, like, you see your kid doing something wrong and rather than imme- just immediately start wailing on them. It's just like that's, it's that style of parenting in a tweet. Yeah. No, it would, one of my coworkers this week said, uh, after some kid had her shoes taken from work, some, which happens more often than you'd think. People, just every pair of Uggs looks the same. Yep. And uh and he was just like, No, it's it's like a lack of responsibility. It's if you lose your shoes, you don't deserve to have night it's just like Jesus Christ, shut up, man. It's like she's eight. Yeah, that's that's somebody bad. grabbed her shoes. They're all size sevens or whatever. I don't well, know how big Yeah, there it's it's not like you you know left your favorite your keys line in the ignition outside of of like outside the seven eleven or something. Yeah, somebody took your thing. Yeah, it's it's well, it's not that negligent. It's just there's a pile of children's shoes and they all look identical. Right. Uh, okay. In our next tweet, we have Peter Moylan responding to the MLB trade rumors account. The trade rumors account says Red Sox to sign Henry Mejia, and Peter Moylan responds, "How's my offseason going? This guy had a lifetime ban and still signed before me. What the fuck?" Fair point. Fair point. And then uh, I yelled at a guy in the, re- the replies to this who responded to Peter Moylan, who is 40, so like might be tough for him to find a team. But if he wants to play, there's somewhere for him, I'm sure. Uh, he responded to him and said, well, be better then. And I told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's uh, – should should Manny Machado be better? Like is that why Manny Machado is not getting paid? Is he not good enough? Right, the all-star is, team of unsigned players. Bryce Harper not good enough. By the way, I I did see David Roth after the Super Bowl just goes. One of my personal tips for enjoying the Super Bowl, no matter who wins, is to go to MLB trade rumors and look at the stuff they put put up during the game. And uh, yeah, nine thirteen p.m. Uh, poll Marwin Gonzalez payday. This is during the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> just somebody please look at us. <laughs> All right, here's one that I was uh, excited to get to, and I just made Mike laboriously load up our Google Doc, which he uh, religiously never checks. And uh, it's, it's not important to me. <laughs> and I, I don't care. Uh, I, I like having that level of control over the show. You don't know what's coming. No, I just give it to you. Yeah, exactly. And I just I, I uh, keep it fast and loose, and I uh, post uh, post polls. I listen to you drop your goddamn headphones instead of putting them on your head. They don't work. Uh, there's no sound coming well, out. Well, that's there. because the splitter that we have is several years old and really cheap. I'm looking at the the headphone jack in there now, and I see it's like off kilter a little bit. It's like, that's not good. This is ruined. This no. is never going to work. Uh, I just hope my headphones haven't broken. No, your headphones are fine. The extraordinarily cheap splitter we've plugged them into is has failed us. I think we have more splitters, so I think we'll, or more whatever. Uh, so I think that this is probably my favorite thing of the week. This is Josh Reddick's Wrestling Spider-Man Wedding. Mm-hmm. We, uh, so we're going to start right at the top with Josh Reddick's tweet. Um, this is from January 20th, a little longer than our purview, but this is worth it. Um, it. It says, I guess you could say our interest was glorious, hashtag married, the new tag team champs, hashtag she looks humiliated, hashtag Mr. Mr. Josh Reddick, honeymoon time. Which, Jack by the way, you can't see it in the, in the Google Doc, but... Um I was going there's, to talk about the entrance no way, video. The, the hashtag, I don't think you can use the and symbol or periods in a hashtag. Well, whatever. So, so it's hashtag Mr. and then dot Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, whatever. 
Um, so first, the, the first thing I saw on Instagram was the video of he and his wife wearing, I believe, is the glorious thing Ric Flair. Glorious. Um, I, I think... Either way, if you... I can play this right here. <laughs> They're walking down the steps in very large Santa Claus robes, sparkly... Oh wait, yes. I mean, the the robe thing is very much a a, a, a and they Ric both Flair thing. They kind of hold and lift their hands up like this, mm-hmm. and it goes glorious. Um, so a, a very large nod to Ric Flair. And uh, as I'm looking at them walking down the steps at their wedding, the one picture I don't have in the Google Doc, uh, he was wearing normal clothes, Josh Reddick, during the actual like nuptials. He was wearing a normal suit. The ladies are all in red because clearly they knew the Spider Man stuff was coming. Red is a theme, but it's just kind of like you know a color theme there's no, there's no uh, overt references to this which is them wearing santa claus suits with frills and sequins and large wrestling belts and jj or i'm sorry josh raddick not jj raddick my beloved son has changed into a red jumpsuit also like the drawings of them on the one belt okay look. yeah so let's get to the belts i'd like you to describe at least one of these two wrestling belts that say well, married the, raddick the one the white one like the drawings of the two of them look like uh, Funko Pops. Thank you for zooming in. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, they they look like Funkos. Uh, they're they're. It's, you know what? If this is what you're looking for, reasonably well done. A lot of cartoon characters all over it. Uh, this is. I mean, as these things go, they definitely spent money. He's got the money. I mean, he's Mr. got Houston the money. Astro. But I I made this point before. Um. I don't know. Weddings, I'm not so sure. Um, I wouldn't enjoy a day where it was just like everybody is coming to look. Well, not necessarily me, more like my bride, but like in any event, I am very strongly featured in this. I just uh, like any I, day like, about me. I'm already like I said, when it comes to like uh, like just being the center of attention in that way, being the center of attention because of something that you uh uh chose like this like i i but we all gotta show up to this place because you spent like twenty five thousand dollars this is this uh, i don't don't know i don't like it and i I just uh, it's a weird sort of attention to me and as i said i i feel like people you you get married so you can you know uh well, I guess, you know, there are other reasons to get married, but I, but I think a wedding is sort of so you can get a, a level of attention that you would otherwise never get in your entire life. Like there you it's the closest you'll ever come to like winning a title in some way for I, I think, you know, uh, <laughs> like rate, like lifting a trophy and getting married or like that. Uh, I think one is sort of an approximation of the other. And I, I think that uh, maybe a lot of uh, men would probably feel that way. That being said, Josh Reddick has won a World Series. There's no reason for him to do this. It, it, so the next picture is them cutting what looks like a Spider-Man funfetti cake, whatever cake that is. With like it, it's like hard sugar, like plasticky hard sugar that wraps around the outside of it. I think it's funfetti. Uh, Spider-Man all the way out. 
and uh, he's got two uh, wedding. He's got the wedding toppers on top of it. The cake toppers. I'm sorry, and he's got a very Amish beard in these cake toppers. And he has changed from his normal like slate gray suit into an all red suit with a Spider Man like he's got his Spider Man snapback on. Spider Man snapback on. He's wearing like a blue Spider Man vest. He's wearing like a shiny blue Spider Man shirt under it, which what's on the back of that is revealed in the next picture. Uh, also in the next picture, you please show me the one where you could see Spider Man on his back. Yeah. Is he wearing Under Armour? Or is that a no, shirt it's just jacket? A, it's, okay, it's just, just a, a shiny tight. shirt. Okay. Anyway, he looks like shit. He looks every, like absolute every, trash. A, a bunch of people had to buy some really expensive gifts and stand around and pretend that this was fun. And, like, this he, man has been part of an open-top bus parade. Like, he went through the streets of Houston waving at people, holding up the World Series trophy. And, He's got a ring. And then, like, he still felt the need, like... That, to make this all that, about him. That didn't, that did not quench the thirst for this sort of attention enough that he did not have a Spider-Man-themed wedding that his wife is going to have to look back on for the rest of her life. Yeah, I. that's the craziest part to me, is that, like, you have received all this attention. You are clearly the more famous of the two. Um, I don't want to speak for her financial situation, but, like, likely most of the money is coming from his massive Major League Baseball contracts. Why do you need to make this all about, presumably, you and your, like, she's not wearing a Spider-Man dress. He's wearing... She doesn't... Well, he includes the hashtag, she looks humiliated. She did look humiliated. good reason. She should... When they walk down the steps after that Ric Flair intro, she looked. She looked. She sees like the one camera that's filmed, like the. I'm sorry. The, she sees the cameraman, and she just like she makes this face. And she's like, "Yeah, I don't know. It's, what am I? What am I gonna do here?" Like she's like just observing all this poor woman. It's just really weird that maybe she loves it. I don't know. It's very weird that the bride would have no say in this sort of thing. It's like I think about. Um, there's that story about Elon Musk's wedding. Where during his first dur- during the first dance, he like whispered into his wife's ear, just like make no mistake, I'm the alpha. Yeah, no, I think about that sometimes too. It's just how fucking insane that yeah. is to say to your. I bride. can't believe he got divorced. Anyway, he seems normal now. I I have to think I have to imagine that this Spider Man themed wedding, like this is not gonna this is gonna come up again in their relationship. Like this is this is not the last time they're gonna talk about. His fucking spider ma- spidey suit at their their yeah, wedding. Just, Anything I goes just, south. Ima- imagine oh it, the first argument this gets brought up. Yeah, the first like serious. Just like what happened to us? Remember? Oh, our wedding, the <laughs> Spider Man wedding. You're, you're 31, Josh. I, I need to see how old he is now. Josh Reddick, age 31. Oh, 31. Dead on. Again, baseball players are the dumbest people alive. Let's move on to. <laughs> I'm so glad this was next. Let's move on to Jose Canseco time travel. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to read a string of tweets all from the verified Jose Canseco account. The first, we are in communication with aliens with a very flexible body composition called AI-51. Next tweet, these aliens are going to teach us how to try and travel the brain. And... Okay, so that was just a typo. These these aliens are going to teach us how to try and travel. The brain can physically travel without the body. The next tweet. Aliens have been trying to teach us how to time travel, but first we have to change our body composition, which we are not willing to do, and we have tried with animals, and it has failed. That's we are not thing. willing it's to a, do it. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a, a lack of it's will. It's a lack of will. 
Time travel puts 42,651 pounds of pressure on a human skeletal structure. Can you detach the brain from the body and equalize the pressure? It, it could be done. Next, our science is totally irrelevant to aliens. <laughs> you're, you're correct. Um, what's next? Aliens have been trying to teach us how to time travel, but first, oh, I already had that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. That's great. I don't know if there's a lot to be said about that. Just him having a normal one. Oh, I'm sorry. I think this, yeah, this guy, Rich Keppel, r- responded to the New York Post tweet about Jose Canseco with this complete in- indiscernible bullshit. Um, the Chinese are almost in financial trouble. Q, why do people fight wars? A, some kind of profit. World war is unprofitable. Just ask Vladimir Putin. He was quoted saying that once. Taking America intact would be a very big profit. You'd have to be sly about it. Mind control. This is in response to Jose Canseco's meltdown. Like, what are you fucking talking about, man? I wouldn't call this a meltdown for no, Jose Canseco he, because he's been uh, drifting towards this for some time. Um, I mean, his, the tweets used to be uh, uh, more fun where he would just say things like, my grave will simply say baseball. This but is incredibly fun, Mike. Where does he get his numbers from uh, as far as the uh, 42,651 pounds of pressure on it? Like, yeah, please. Where's this? Be- and list your sources. Where's this been tested? Yeah, I want sources. I want uh, in-text bibliog- bibliography. I want it all. I want to know where you got this shit from. I just... It's perplexing. How could you... It, all right. You're you're not a, a scientist, nor am I. Correct. What direction do you, like, point your time travel machine and, like... Because... Huh? Where does it show? How do you even begin to determine, like, any of this math? Yeah, there. I, I well, just... I think that the idea here, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, is that he's talked to the aliens, or he's talked to the people who have talked to the aliens. Now, see, that's something different entirely. And and at that point, you just got to put up your hands and say, "This is alien technology. I don't understand." But he says that he says, uh, "Well, he says like kind of a, a reflection on but that." But he's got numbers. He's got uh, numbers that relate, like that are the relate yeah, 42, to the, 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 the natural world which we understand. Our science is totally irrelevant to aliens, Mike. That was one of his tweets. Like, he's just so ready for you to attack him from the left. <laughs> Attacks from the left. Why, why, why can't... Look, why, why can't we just... Uh, can we not uh, just agree that Conseco would be better than Trump? <laughs> the Antifa army going after Jose Conseco's alien tweets. By the way, my poll didn't post when I tried to... Uh, when, I, when I tried earlier to the the show's account but i asked who jj watt voted for in 2016 and i uh i uh, i have to i i would bet my life he wrote in john Kasich. i think he just voted for trump i think you're thinking too hard about it i think if if what if he voted for trump before i think he uh finds his behavior now uh, uh i think it's the it's the behavior that he can't he doesn't like to tweet okay i, I okay. bet that's why he doesn't like him now yeah, no, I'd like to see. Well, I, I would have loved to see Trump go J.J. Uh, Watt work ethic during well, this. He's gonna uh, he's gonna be a Howard Schultz guy, twenty twenty. Oh yeah, J.J. Watt is the the one uh, the one Howard Schultz supporter. I don't even want to talk about Howard Schultz. I don't I don't care for the man. So we're gonna move on to Zion. I think he's good. Actually, I like Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz uh, bringing civility back to politics. Thank God. It's just been a week of people dunking on him. 
everybody I follow on Twitter, at least, it, just the one thing we can agree on, the left and the right, is that nobody likes Howard Schultz, and everybody wish, wishes he would just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, but that said, I think a hardcore Republican ra- would rather run against Schultz, a.k.a. Hillary again, than, like, an actual person with a progressive agenda. Um, uh, yeah, with, with Howard Schultz just... Uh, complaining that everyone's being mean to him has like he has no ideas and he's just said like people are mad because I'm successful and that's bullshit and like that's every interview he's given for two weeks and you know what um I, I think his favorite like I think his favorability was like four <laughs> percent or something like that that favorability is four percent hated by all yeah he's just he's gonna melt down before the Iowa polls even happen. Like, he's not even going to be in the election for that. He's just going to be on Twitter screaming about why isn't he invited to the, well, I, to the debate. Isn't the whole thing just endgame for him where, like, he knows that a progressive is going to win the Democratic nominee, so he's just waiting around to run as an independent? Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, people are are uh, saying or prophesizing that uh, he is going to um, – that he's basically a Republican agent, and uh, he is going to try to split the uh, the, the Democrat vote. Okay, I mean, for, as far as ideas go, that's actually one that might work. Probably. Um, but he's going to talk himself out of it in two years. Uh, I'm sorry, not like he's going to convince himself not to run. Like, he's going to talk himself out of contention. Like, he's just so stupid. He's going to say just the wrong thing for two years, and nobody's going to hear his shit. It's already there. It's already there. Uh, all right, so we got this tweet from Connor Southard. It says, Zion Williamson's mom just now on ESPN, quote, when he comes home, we watch the cartoon called Naruto. I don't really know what that is, but we watch it. And this is Zion's, this is how Zion spends his time with his mom. What a wonderful tweet. Um, no. Do you want to read this ridiculous back and forth about Zion? Uh, Dramatic reading? DMT well, there's, theater? There's three, uh, we got three people in here. Yeah, I'll read for Stacy. And you read for I'll, everyone else. I'll read for uh, Connor Southard, and I'll read and for Seamus. Seamus. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm Stacy, and I say, in all seriousness, Zion would be a beast playing with Luca and Porzingis. Porzingas, actually. She says, G- oh boy. G-A-S. She's, anyway. He's new in her radar. We'll, we'll, we'll let her go. And uh, yeah, Connor Southard says, uh, no question, but I doubt the Mavs will get the first pick. Mavs traded away three-fifths of their starters, and Luka will probably have a lot, of, a lot of sore ankles this season, like the other night. They'll have decent odds, maybe. Seamus. No chance. There are seven teams in the East with worse records, and at least four of them are tanking. Mavs aren't getting closer to the number one pick. And because they are in the East, and the Mavs are in the West, the Mavs have a chance to do bad enough to get a decent shot in the lottery. Okay, I'm not sure you understand the lottery, how the lottery works this year, so I'll just leave it at that. To which Stacy uh, tweeted a a Sports Illustrated article about what changes have been made to the NBA draft lottery, and Seamus re- replied, "Yep. So you'll have sixth worst record, sixth worst record at best. If you reckon nine percent chance is good, then good luck with that. Nobody will have a good chance, but Mavs could have a relatively decent chance. There is just no way you're talking this woman out of believing what she believes. No, uh, I DMT theater." I just don't. I mean, it's not that it, 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 she's uh, just generally wrong, not in any sort of interesting way. But yeah, there, there's just no, no conceivable way of talking her out of this. 
none and the i love the back and forth i love these stupid argument threads they make me laugh so much well it's and just like th- why like, why are people you- like but when people say things like oh it's great that we can fi- actually have a dialogue on here it's always extremely boring shit like this it's just it's people who are just like oh, i respect your opinion but i disagree and like that's what it comes down to and those aren't interesting and um i think there was a um looking here yeah, there's a, a a Matt Levchansky tweet where he just said something along the lines of just like probably not great that the only way the to, we built a society where there's no way to feel like we can enact any sort of change. So all we do is just scream at each other online because it's the only thing that makes us feel like Ooh. it was some something along those lines. And I'm just like, yep, it just like actually having like that's why I see this conversation where it's like she's wrong, but he's still being he's reasonable like in his disagreements he's just like yeah he's like listen i don't i don't see how this works but okay like you know he's not being over the top and rude about it and i'm just like this sucks <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, just fucking, t- tell yeah. her to drop dead definitely a problem with our society in that you're he is correct whoever you just said whatever his name is that we close friend of the show who we love so much he's correct uh let's move on to the mma fighter with diarrhea and I'm going to try and play this clip. I'm going to put a little silence in front of it in case it doesn't come through on my computer speakers. Okay. Oh, did way. you actually find the audio of this? Man, first of all, I want to tell you guys, man, you almost lost the main event. I had diarrhea all week, bad. I catch the, the mosquito here and mess up with... Galera, fala em português aí. All right, and then he speaks in Portuguese, and he's actually giving earnest answers. That was the end of the good clip, but I dialed it so bad. Oh, man, I didn't know that you actually found the audio for that. I just found the tweet and thought it was funny. Yeah, no, I. you know what? That's <laughs> that's what we do here on the D- Dismal Tide. I, did, I didn't even know he said it in the ring after a fight. I Immediately, thought, the I thought first he just, thing he said. I says. thought he just said it to a reporter. Yeah, the, no. The UFC was, Fortaleza, man. The very first thing he said was, I had bad diarrhea all week. Um, credit to him for still winning against presumably a very good fighter. I don't know who the fuck yeah. this guy is, but uh, his name is Morais M O R M O R A E S. And if that's it, if MMA fighting, um, next we have next we have. Uh, I just labeled it odd photo choice. He won't be here for long. But Brandon Spikes posted a picture of him on Twitter from presumably Aaron Hernandez's last Super Bowl with the Patriots. It's just a picture of him and Aaron Hernandez with their arms crossed just at the Super Bowl. It's like, why did you pick this one? Yeah, uh, and every reply to that is just like, yeesh. <laughs> Everyone just gives uh, a lot of uh, a lot of this ain't it. Yeah. I, I just don't... What? Uh, look, okay. Even if you were friends with Aaron Hernandez, I think you have to look at everything that happened... From the arrest Damn. on, and reconsider what sort of guy he was. I look. Uh, takes all types to make a world. However, uh, I, I think once a certain line gets crossed, uh, maybe don't post that particular. There must be the Brandon Spikes. Played for the Patriots. There are a lot of photos of Brandon Spikes playing for the Patriots. Probably even in the Super Bowl. I don't think this was just the one he had. <laughs> no, this was on purpose. You don't post a picture of you with Aaron Hernandez by accident. <laughs> just like, this is a good picture. And just oh, put it on and then later go just like, oh, oh shit. Oh, no. That's Aaron Hernandez. 
renowned murderer. <laughs> I right. do. I do think about. Uh, he it makes me think all the time of uh, uh, the the Chuck Klosterman uh, line about Aaron Hernandez when he got asked about that and and he's talking about like even when he was in college he was like posting pictures of him like pointing a gun at his own head and you know that's not illegal but none of your friends are doing that big red flag <laughs> like, that, that's <laughs> i've always loved that so that's it for show more replies uh we're gonna move on to the wholesome tweet of the week yeah we have uh and i'm sorry if i say her first name wrong uh irianne dolan who is the wife of sean doolittle yeah. Uh, she posted a... One of, like, six good uh, people that play baseball. Uh, completely agree. She posted a thing on Twitter uh, on the... She posted a thing on Twitter on the second, and basically it just turned into she and Sean Doolittle holding court. Um, I'm going to read... The, the the wholesome tweet of the week is actually a string, and I'm going to read three of the, the seven or eight, because we don't have time to read eight, eight whole 280-character tweets. No. Uh, just the first one... Just generally aims the entire thread, says, uh, if fans had a seat at the table, what would you ask for to improve the game experience as a fan? And what keeps you as a fan? So here we get into the actual wholesome tweets. She says, I'll even start. Sometimes I take my family members who use wheelchairs or walkers to games at different stadiums. And some stadiums are extremely challenging to navigate for those with disabilities. Ticket windows are far from ADA entrances, inconsistent elevator policies, etc. She talks about how that's frustrating to her. And then she pivots a bit more and says, what keeps me as a fan? Seeing how this game is growing around the world. At Baseball RSA sent me this the story of a boy named Philip in Nigeria. He loved the game but didn't have the proper equipment to play, so he handmade a glove with um, to play with his friends. Uh, this is the photo, uh, player endorsement, and as with most things I do, I start them... Okay, I'm sorry, that was the, her last tweet where she said she's sorry for, for not monitoring the thread as closely as she should have, but basically, that's it. This homemade glove from Nigeria and better handicap accessibility is both good things, and that is our wholesome tweet of the week. Very good. Trying to trying to make baseball a better place for everybody. Now, a little fun note about the kid with his glove. He this was on June eleventh. The uh, kid with the glove thing. The tweet thread was from this weekend. Um, the Little League Hall of Fame, I believe, it was uh, the World of Little League Museum bought the glove from him. Uh, it was made with cardboard, paper, glue, black thread, and copper wire. It's which you'd say they bought this kid's only glove off of him, but no, they did not stop there. For $47. Uh, yes. And they actually furbished the entire Little League uh, with new gloves and bats and shit like that. Pretty good. And uh, also a bunch of uh, school supplies. So good job on everyone. Everyone did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And we're going to move on to our last one, uh, a segment I'm going to rename. Brendan's going to attempt a weepy, horny beer guy of the week. Yes. And you're going to tell me I'm wrong again, and I'm very excited for it. We have uh, this guy, Michael Kuhn, who in the course of, since February 2nd, so two days, tweeted twice at Kay Adams. The first one. This isn't Brendan doing that uh, weatherman thing, by the way. It's it's, it's K U H N. That is how it's pronounced. It's uh, Brendan didn't accidentally use a slur. Nope. Like uh, by the way, those two like weathermen. One was a weatherman in, in Rochester, and then another, I think, like news anchor did the same thing, um, where they said Coon when saying Martin Luther King. And my uh, and while you can say that it was a genuine a- when you can say it was a genuine accident. I think it's one of those things where um, you say it because you're used to saying it that way. Mm. I think, like, when you get someone's name wrong, 
like if, if you're like talking about like someone on ESPN and like call them the name of like someone with a similar name that like, you know, uh, blanking on a good example right now. Uh, misspeak- as far as misspeaking names, I tweeted a while back of, uh, I forget who it was on NBA Tonight, talking about how uh, he wishes Markel Fultz all the best. And he said, and he like misspeaks when he says Fultz. He goes, I hope Markel Fultz, fuck. And you're just like, oh, he hopes Markel yeah, fucks. Yeah, yeah, Markel fucks. Markel fucks. I hope he leads but, a good life. I hope he fucks. Great. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that's a, that's a mistake that's made because it's something you're used to saying and you were trying not to and not something you, you just like have. Like, um, it's it. I can't imagine. Look, I'm I'm not on TV that often, but uh, I I I don't think I'd have made that mistake. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there and just get to the the read it the weepy honey beer guy. It starts with a post from Kay Adams of NFL Network herself. She says, "Time for at NFL Honors behind the scenes on Instagram now." Hashtag NFL Honors hashtag NFL and it's got a picture of her with the old timey announcer's microphone in front of her. To which Michael Kuhn re- replies, "Kay, I am twice your age, but I have to say your eyes are stunning." That was on February second, and then two hours ago, well, as I looked at this, probably like nine a.m., he ats her and says, "Looked like Tom Brady's little daughter is going to be another Kay Adams when she grows up. She was just talkative and in there during interviews, just great. The whole team." Is this a weepy honey beard guy? Have I done it? The second one is. I think the second one is more in the direction. I think more in the spirit of the original joke. Great, great, great. The first one is just sort of. Um, Creepy. Uh, it's just yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's not as overtly uh, horny as as many other uh, example uh, submissions have been. Um, the second one is is very in line with that sort of thing, where you say, um, <laughs> where you say that um, yeah, just like Tom Brady's daughter is going to be just like you, and just like I'm preemptively uh, uh, horny for Tom Brady's child. This was. that's the way I read that too. Just like can't wait. Can't, we can't wait for her to turn 18. Yeah. Can't wait. We'll Once be monitoring again, her career closely. By the way, I want to uh, take one more shot at the Preston and Steve show in Philadelphia, because I do remember when they had a countdown for the Olsen twins turning 18. Uh, like, that was a normal thing to do. Okay. I know that there's, like, morning zoo shows are all bad, and um, basically what what should be done is we should build a replica of their studio, but it's a cage, and you lift it up with a helicopter and drop it in a river. It's very, uh... It's elaborate, but... No, it reminds me of uh, the way Wolverine died in one of the X-Men movies. <laughs> There's, uh, th- there is a, uh, I-, I think that's originally a credit to Tom Sharpling for that, because he was complaining about improv everywhere, who do, like, the no-pants subway ride stuff. He's like, tell these people that there's gonna be an improv thing that's in a cage, and then we drop it in a river. <laughs> I I still can't believe how excited I regularly was waking up at 6 a.m. or 6.30 before high school and just, like, getting in the car and listening to a half hour of Preston and Steve. Bad stuff. It was bad. I didn't recognize it back then, but it's just, like, I couldn't... I I remember even, like, as as close to the time of it as, like, two years after trying to turn on the show and just going, like, I don't know how I fucking did this. That was when I was 20. Uh, I liked Opie and Anthony because it was racist. I liked uh, Open Mike... Or, I'm sorry, was that him, Open Mike? What was the guy on uh, WIP for a while? He had, Open Mike was one of the name of the guys on the show. It wasn't the main guy. The Kid Chris show? Kid Chris. Yeah, uh, the Kid Chris show also taken off the air because of uh, racism. racism. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's the, uh, I remember what did it there. There was a parody song, um, uh, about, uh, it was to the tune of Blondie, uh, uh, call me and it was called uh, darkies. <laughs> okay. Which, um, that'll get you off the air. I don't like, they got lawyers. Like I, I, I mean, I know the, the, the I, I feel like they should know to step in at some point. I feel any parody song has to be approved first. Sorry. <laughs> There's... It's a good policy. I don't... It clearly didn't happen. Didn't work out. He just went to, like, Houston, I think, and did his thing there. Uh, he's still around somewhere. Uh, We're not around. We're done. That's it. That's, That's it. everything in the, the... Care to guess how long the Google Doc was this week? Um, What's that? How many pages was the Google Doc this week? Um, No, no, no. I want you to guess. Guess three. Thirteen. Thirteen. Three. Three. Thirteen page Google Doc. We're done. We're done. This is the dismal tide. Why don't you do the outro? I'm going to do the outro. I'm going to tell you where you can find us. Uh, we have an Instagram. We don't really use it. I finally posted something uh, the other day, but I've forgotten what it is. Oh, it was when I convinced that guy that I was uh, homeless um, and uh, living, it, but the city of Los Angeles gave me an unlimited credit card. Um, so that's on there. Check that out. Um, and you can find that at the at the Dismal Tide. Um, is there an underscore in the Instagram name? I think so. I don't know if if there isn't. Um, then congratulations, you had to type in one less thing. You'll find it. It's the picture. You'll of the find it. It's the picture of the the five guys that I got the one time. You know the one. And uh, you can find me at Mega Clang on uh, on Twitter. Brendan is at Patent Brending. Uh, you can listen to the show on Spotify. I don't know if you knew that. I post about it, but, like, you don't all follow me, maybe. I don't know who listens to this show that I don't know in some tangential way already. If you don't know us, please pop your head out of the sand. I said we were going to start a targeted harassment campaign, and I haven't figured out who we're going to harass into uh, listening to the show or making them post about it. I uh, briefly settled on Kamala Harris. Some guy called called me desperate for telling Kamala Harris to tweet about the show, but... Mm. It kind of tracks. Uh, yeah, except that I didn't actually, like, I don't think that Kamala Harris telling people, who that would take a podcast suggestion from Kamala Harris would like us? Nobody no, comes no to mind. No one. I can't think of a crossover. Not there. even a little bit. This is a Bernie bro podcast. It's a Bernie bro podcast. Always has been, always will be. Uh, Bernie gets bro. All right. Oh, it's my turn to pick the music this week, so enjoy this song. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck yeah, with. There's no place to hide. I step inside the room. Dr. Joe, prepare for the boom. Bam! Oh, man! Ah, slam! Damn! I scream like Tarzan. I be tossing and forcing. My style is awesome. I'm causing more family food than Richard Dawson. And the survey said you're dead. Baby flying guillotine chops swap your fucking head. Mister, who is that? Hey, yo, the who is back? Making niggas go boom, boom, like I'm Super Jack. Me fear no one. Oh no, here come the Wu Tang Shogun. Kill to my eardrum. Put the needle to the groove, I get screwed and I'm forced to fuck it up. My staff carries like a pickup truck. Cross the clear blue yonder. See the China Sea, I slam tracks like quarterback sacks for LT. Now I try and test the rebel lioness. Less since the birth, I earn slam your best. Cause I bake the cake, then take the cake and eat it too with my crew while we head state to state. Now if you want beef. Bring the ruckus Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with Play from the motherfucking song that's busted Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with Fuck with, fuck with What's up, boy? Remember what's that? Chop his head off, yeah
more where I'm from than Rollo Coming to a fork in the road, which way to go, just follow Method the legend, niggas is sleepy hollow In fact, I'm a hard act to follow I dealt for Dolo, Bogart coming on through Niggas is like, oh my god, not you Yes, I come to get a slice of the punk than the pot Rather do than die, check my flavor Coming from the visa with the show for the razor Who make me reminisce true like nature? Who? I'm rubber, niggas is like glue Whatever you say, bro, talk me, skates me, yo